I'm Rachel Hernandez, real estate investor turned mobile home investor and best-selling author. I make a living investing in mobile homes for cash flow for long-term passive income. After many mistakes and lessons learned, I've been able to create the kind of life where I can do the types of things I want to do, not have to do. I created the Adventures in Mobile Homes podcast to share with you what I've learned so you can spend more time with family, friends, and do things you love. Mobile home investing can help you get there. If you want to hear real stories with practical and actionable advice you can use from someone who's been in the trenches and who's still investing today to create the type of life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Adventures of Mobile Homes podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Hernandez, a.k.a. Mobile Home Girl of AdventuresofMobileHomes.com. Thank you so much for joining me here on the 54th episode of the podcast. Now, just in case you missed it, be sure to check out the last episode where I talk about a technique that I like to use when going out to look for sellers for my own mobile home investing business and how you can do the same. And that is driving for dollars. You can find it at www.adventuresofmobilehomes.com slash 53. So today I'm gonna talk about a write-up that I recently did on a hot topic. And that is the state of mobile home parks and affordable housing. Now, I think it's really important that I talk about the subject because there's a lot going on right now in the industry. And as mobile home investors, we need to be updated on the latest news and be in the know about the latest happenings in the industry as a whole. So today, I'm going to talk about my write-up, including what it's all about, what is happening right now with mobile home parks and the investors who buy them, how residents living in these parks are getting affected, and why mobile home park owners should be worried about what's to come in the future. Plus, I touch upon why we, as mobile home investors, should be informed about things. Though, why we don't have to be as stressed out as mobile home park owners and the advantages of being a mobile home investor versus a mobile home park investor. Now, it's going to be a pretty heavy topic today on the subject, and I'm ready to get down to things and talk all about it. But before we move on, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Hey there. Rachel here. Have you enjoyed the show and podcast so far? Has it helped you with your own mobile home investing journey? And have you received value from it? If yes, then consider supporting the show. So, how can you show your support? Well, there's a couple of things that you can do. The first thing you can do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or anywhere else the podcast can be heard. Go to www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com 
slash podcast to see the sites and links where you can leave a review on. I'll be ever so grateful if you do. And you may even get a shout out and your review read right on the show just for doing it. Another thing you can do is support the show and buy me a coffee. If you know me, you know how much I love coffee. If you've gotten a lot of good information out of the podcast and it has helped you as a mobile home investor, I'd love your support. Now, in the future, I'll be giving shout outs to those who support me. So if you do, that may be you. Go to www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash support for more information on how you can show your support. Again, www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash support. And if you want to take it a step further and receive exclusive only content, consider being a member. On the support page there, you'll find info about how you can view exclusive content, including access to new videos and blog posts, a shout out in a future episode for your support, access to video replays on my past speaking engagements, if you haven't seen me speak yet, and more. Check out www.adventuresofmobilehomes.com slash support to find out more. Thanks so much for continuing to listen to the podcast and for your support. Now, back to the show. Okay, first things first. What is happening right now with the state of mobile home parks and affordable housing? Well, for starters, mobile home park investors are raising lot rents, and in many cases across the country, these costs are not being justified through the improvements made, if any, to these parks. And so, due to this, a lot of mobile home parks are becoming less affordable. So, this has actually sparked a debate among mobile home park investors versus the residents who actually live in these parks. And it's just story after story after story that I'm hearing of the same old tune that these costs raised by these parks just aren't justified. And of course, there's the mobile home park owner's perspective who say, well, they're just raising lot rents to the amount of apartment units or general housing in the area, just like single-family homes, duplexes, etc. Though, if you think about it, that's what mobile homes are supposed to be, affordable housing. Yet, they're comparing them to apartment units or single-family homes which may not be in the affordable housing game. So in essence, it begs the question, are mobile home parks with increasing lot rents still affordable? Now, just in case you missed it and you're interested, check out episode 13 of the podcast titled 
the truth about mobile home parks to get more insight on exactly what is happening with these investors who buy mobile home parks and the truth about buying these parks as an investment. Now, getting back to things, this is obviously a hot topic, which is why I did a write-up on the subject. And it's for just cause. In the write-up, I talk about why mobile home park residents are protesting across the country in these parks that are investor-owned. And it's funny because I do remember some mobile home park owners that I personally knew from way back, those who had been in the business and it was more of a family business and they inherited these parks and they honestly did not raise lot rents to the amounts that you see today. And in my write-up, I tell you exactly why these lot rents are being raised and what's really happening behind the scenes in these parks that are investor-owned. It's amazing to see the amount of greed among real estate investors and even institutions who buy these parks just so that they can get their quote-unquote amazing returns, whatever that means. And by the way, this is even being done in the single-family home market and even multi-housing as well. Unfortunately, it's everywhere. But as the saying goes, what comes around goes around. And that's why I decided to do the write-up. Because not only do I talk about the state of mobile home parks and affordable housing right now, I also talk about the future of the industry and where I see it headed. And I share the reason why mobile home park owners should be worried about what's to come if things continue to go the way that they do. I talk about how their bottom line can be affected in the future if things get too out of hand. Because, quite honestly, people are upset, angry, and mobile home parks are becoming less and less affordable, which is a big problem, especially if you're in the quote-unquote affordable housing game. Now, I'll be honest. I've been asked over and over and over again to partner on deals for mobile home parks or people coming to me wanting to invest with me to purchase mobile home parks. I have people who want to fund me and work with me if I manage these projects. And I always get asked, Rachel, will you ever buy a mobile home park? But you know what? There's a reason I haven't purchased a mobile home park myself. There's a reason why I haven't pursued these opportunities to purchase mobile home parks, parks that come up on my radar, or work with investors who present parks to me who want me to partner with them because of my expertise, or work with other investors who simply want to fund me and buy mobile home parks together. There's a reason I haven't pursued these opportunities. And let me tell you, there are many. And I talk about the reason why right in my write-up. 
I talk about the worries mobile home park owners have and will have in the future as owners of mobile home parks. I talk about the advantages of being a mobile home investor, like what I do or Lonnie Scruggs, the godfather of mobile home investing did, versus being a mobile home park investor. Because going forward, right now, I see a lot of hype about buying mobile home parks and what a great investment they are. There are so many quote-unquote success stories of people buying them and making great returns on them. People who are mostly newbies or beginners buying these parks and turning them around. Sounds great, doesn't it? But in all honesty, it's a smokescreen. We don't hear about the hard times. We don't hear about the issues and the obstacles they were or are faced with. We don't hear about how much money these parks are actually losing due to big mistakes or overlooked due diligence. Where are these stories? Well, again, if you listen to episode 13 of the podcast, The Truth About Mobile Home Parks, I do have a few stories there, if you'd like to check it out. Now, getting back to it, in my write-up, I talk about why Lonnie Scruggs, the godfather of mobile home investing, never bought a mobile home park, and why. I talk about why, as mobile home investors, we have an advantage when we do deals, whether they be in parks or communities or out on land. I talk about why we have this advantage and what it can do for you as an investor. Now, regarding the write-up, I also share an investigative report that was done on the mobile home park industry. It details exactly what's happening with these parks that are investor-owned and bought, including what the residents of these parks really have to say. There's even a discussion about a specific mobile home park investing guru and exactly what is happening with the education world of mobile home park investing and the investors who are taking these courses. Now, to be honest, there's a lot of positivity about mobile home parks that we hear about. But in all honesty, is investing in mobile home parks all that it's cracked up to be for the long term? Again, check out episode 13 of the podcast to get more details, if you missed it. Now, with that being said, in my write-up, I talk about how we, as mobile home investors, do have an advantage over mobile home park investors, what it is and why. I also talk about the changing times in our economy, what I'm seeing happening in these parks that are investor-owned, and how we need to adapt as mobile home investors to these changing times. I also talk about the types of skills that we need to have and learn and be able to do to continue to do business in this environment. Because we can still invest in these homes, in these mobile home communities, but 
there's just a certain way of doing things, and we need to understand the processes involved. Once we have a good understanding on what's involved in order to continue to invest in these parks and work with the park to do our own deals as mobile home investors, then that's how and why we can continue to do what we do. And like I said before, if you're a mobile home park investor or prospective mobile home park investor, meaning you're looking at buying a park or a couple of mobile home parks yourself in the future, it's very important to be in the know on what's going on in the industry and where it's headed in the future. And again, I do talk about my predictions for what's to come for mobile home park investors right in the write-up. So these are just a couple of things to think about. I do admit, sometimes we are in a bubble when we do business in these mobile home communities. Honestly, I have almost a nostalgic feeling like we're away from the hustle and bustle of everyday real estate investing, you know, the kind where there are way too many investors and not enough properties to go around, when I'm out in the field and doing business in these communities. Plus, it's kind of nice being in an industry that's super niche, like mobile homes. And to be honest, people who do business in this niche will get to know the key players, or they already know who the key players are. But aside from that fact, being aware of what's going around us on a local, state, and national scale is very important. For anything, but especially if it affects our business as mobile home investors. So there you have it. Just my thoughts on the state of mobile home parks and affordable housing right now and going forward into the future. The question every day is becoming, are mobile homes affordable? And right now, due to the situation with other real estate investors buying them and raising the lot rents without any justification or improvements to these parks, to justify these costs, many times, mobile home parks are becoming less and less affordable. So what's happening is that people are getting angry. And what's to come in the future may be a battle between mobile home park owners and the residents who live there, which will result, I think, in affecting these mobile home park owners' bottom line in the future. Now, this write-up on the state of mobile home parks and affordable housing is available to members on my support page. And if you'd like to learn more about what I have to say and what exactly is involved with this subject, I'll link up my write-up right here in the show notes. So if you've enjoyed my podcast and want to access exclusive content like this, consider becoming a member of the support page. And as a member, you'll receive access to these types of detailed posts and video and audio on my private podcast, where I go more into detail on specific topics 
within mobile home investing. Plus, you'll also get discounts to special events, and here's the kicker, discounts to my existing courses and classes, including a special extra discount to my Dodd-Frank and SafeAct course, especially for mobile home investors, just for members of my support page. So you definitely don't want to miss out on the special deal. Sign up as a member today. And just in case you missed it, I did do a video walkthrough of the support page and what it's all about. You can find it on episode 52 of the podcast, where I celebrate the two-year anniversary of the show, what it means, and my plans going forward. You can find it at www.adventuresonmobilehomes.com slash 52. Again, www.adventuresonmobilehomes.com slash 52. And I want to take some time right now to give a shout out and thank a recent new member and supporter of the support page. So here goes. Special thanks to Dana, who recently signed up as a member. Dana writes, I love your content. Great to hear, Dana. I have so much in store for the future. Thanks so much for becoming a member and welcome. So I hope this episode was helpful and gave you some things to think about. Again, if you need to check out any resources that I talked about here, I'll be putting them in the show notes. You can find all of the resources mentioned, as well as my write-up on the subject, right here in the show notes at www.adventuresonmobilehomes.com slash 54. Again, www.adventuresonmobilehomes.com slash 54. And if you enjoyed this episode today and you like the content you hear, please share it with a friend. Well, that's about it for now. Until next time, this is Rachel Hernandez, a.k.a. Mobile Home Girl of the Adventures of Mobile Homes podcast, signing off. Thanks for tuning in.